Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Okay, everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael E. Cullen II, and with me, as always, is... Matthew the Winter Soldier Pass. Word. Yep. So, today on the episode, on the show, I don't know what just happened to my voice. I became Andy Rooney there for a second or something. Today on the episode, folks. Anyways, um, we are... <laughs> Isn't it weird? Oh, anyway, so, um... <laughs> we are covering episode four of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the Disney Plus Marvel television series. Um, we are covering episode four, which is entitled The Whole World is Watching, which is an appropriate... Oh title here uh-huh. it was uh directed by um kari Skol- skogland skogland who's directed all the episodes and um written by uh malcolm spellman and uh derek uh, colstead um so uh first off matt what was your initial reaction to this episode what do you think of it uh, it was I really intense. Um, I watched it three times actually. Um, uh-huh. <clears throat> I, I loved it. I mean, my reaction was just um, you know, the ending. You know, just uh, really, really intense. Um, with that music was playing and everything, it was just uh, and the imagery as well. I mean, it was uh, executed in in more words than one uh, perfectly. Um. <clears throat> really, one of the best, um, one of the best endings so far in the MCU is like in TV world, um, in my opinion. I agree. I think it, it's it, it, there's a lot of layers to this episode, and a lot of um, I think commentary on the current world situations that we have going on here with Black Lives Matters and uh, cops and just 
lots of things in the world and the whole like you know order of the world in a way yeah um i uh i think that i mean I, it's hard to say which is my favorite episode so far but i really do like this episode um a lot does happen um so uh So I, I asked in our uh, in our in our Facebook group, the All Too Real Two podcast group, um, what people thought of uh, the latest episode. And uh, Manuel Sutton said, "The new Captain America is a prick." <laughs> and then uh, Dave Haas, who I think you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I believe I believe he you know, <coughs> helped create you. Um, he <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your dad said um, agree with Emmanuel. Um, Battlestar is a better hero than him. So there we go. That's all we had this week as far as comments go. Um, yeah, be sure to comment in, in there anytime we uh, say something like this, and we will mention you in the episode if you like that type of thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This episode was fifty-three minutes long, um, which uh, is the same length as the last episode. I'm liking the fact that these episodes are a lot longer than Wandavision episodes. Yeah. Um. So you get a lot more, more action, more uh, drama, and a lot of things happening here. Um. So. <clears throat> so basically, where we left off last time. Um, at the end of the episode, um, Io um, from Wakanda um, found uh, Bucky. Um, in this episode, we uh, we get a we get a flashback to um, Io basically helping Bucky um, deprogram himself from the whole Winter Soldier um, thing. So we. We see her uh, uh, basically repeating all of the code words, and he's uh, able to not become the Winter Soldier because of him. You know, basically, the Wakandans helped him, and probably um, Io is uh, like the the number one person that did it. You know. Yeah, that was such a moving uh, scene for me watching that a few times. Actually, um, each one. You know, I, I see a little bit more nuance to what's going on. Like he's reliving all of these moments from like different words that she says. You know, yeah. like furnace, uh, freight car. I think you've triggered me, Matthew. I am. Oh, now, no. I am now the Winter no. Soldier. No, but yeah, they showed like you <laughs> know the glimpses of what's going on. Him being programmed the, initially the first time. Him doing his activity. You know, him killing Tony's uh, parents. Tony Stark's parents, um, and then she, you know she, you know, after she gets done reciting the words, you know, and he hasn't turned yet, she, she says, "You are free" two times, and then he cries for a little bit, and then all of a sudden he's just got this smile on his face. He can't help himself from smiling. And keep in mind that was probably only about just weeks before Infinity War came out. <laughs> I mean, the timeline, yeah. Like he said, like when he had a 
little bit of calm in Wakanda, like we're talking about like a matter of weeks or maybe a few months at the very most. And then it was on to the next worldwide battle. And then he, you know, he's one of the ones that got dusted. So then he returned five years later, but to him, it was pretty much just moments later, you know, as far as his own consciousness was concerned. So like, <clears throat> Io, you know, kind of felt, you know, betrayed that, you know, he, broke out Zemo because she he's the one that killed um King T'Challa and um was it Winter Soldier or Civil War? Um T'Chaka. Yeah. You oh T'Chaka Civil, Civil War, yeah. <clears throat> T'Challa is uh Chadwick Boseman's character. Oh okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah he so he killed he killed King T'Chaka and then framed it on Bucky or James Barnes. Um and so you know you know, she's like, you know, we, it took a lot of time and resources to deprogram you. And, you know, this is kind of what you do to us is you, you freak out the guy who killed our, our king. And it wasn't just the fact that, you know, their king died, but, you know, they, they were the, like the royal guard, you know, it was there. Like, yeah. they were, it was not just their job. It was their like life purpose to protect the king. Yeah. And they, failed to do so so it brought shame onto them you know at least you know in their minds that so it's like you know there's a lot of hurt feelings not just hurt feelings a lot of very nasty feelings about the fact that they helped them and plus too <clears throat> although she didn't mention it but i'll say it i think there is kind of a racial connotation to that too you know we always, we always hear all these stories about black people helping white people find themselves and stuff like that and here we have literally an african country helping this guy get back to who he was and then he goes you know what i mean i, I mean yeah, granted it's, it's it's the whole yeah. legend of bagger vance sort of thing the whole the the whole what they call the magical negro right i mean i wouldn't yeah. say this is exactly like that no, but, but like, it's similar kind of concept it, it's just the idea that like you know you know this african country literally because when she said time and resources that makes me think it wasn't just reciting the words back to him that was able to deprogram him like there must have been other things you know what i mean <clears throat> that allowed him to be deprogrammed yeah. i don't think it was just constantly reciting the words over and over until he wasn't until he couldn't change you know what i mean well, and just, i mean even that yeah. if even if it wasn't you know just you know the there's the 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 basic resources of housing and feeding him. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, I that mean, too. That, that too. Yeah. I mean, it's just... <clears throat> yeah, so... There was, there's that going on. Um, and his, yeah. his response to everything is basically that it's the means to an end. Which which makes sense. Right. I mean, basically, he's... He's basically the only one that can help them in this situation <clears throat> right now. Right. And this whole episode is pretty much about means to an end. Like, yeah. literally. Every, everything about this episode is about do the ends justify the means? And yeah. every single main character is having this question right now. Going <clears throat> on. Um, yeah. <clears throat> um, so the... Uh, so after that, uh, Zemo helps uh, find uh, Carly Morgenthau at a funeral for her adopted mother. Um, so, um, basically, Walker 
um, John Walker, aka the new Captain America, huh. and Hoskins, the uh, Battlestar, um, basically intercept them on the way to the thing. I mean, the, the, it was an interesting uh, way that um, Zemo helped them find it. It was through uh, he gave candy to kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was kind of kind of creepy in a way. Um, yeah, it's like I got a van full of candy, you know. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's Turkish delights. Yeah, um, uh, which uh, Turkish I actually delight. like Turkish delights. A lot of people don't like them. I I kind of like. I think they're good candy, but um, yeah. Turkish delights on a moonlit night. <laughs> Take me back to Constantinople. No, you can't go back to Constantinople. Been a long time gone. Constantinople, get the works. It's nobody's business but the Turks. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> Sorry. Anyways, um, <laughs> anytime I hear Turkish Delight, it just reminds me of that song. Oh, um, wow. So, uh, you know, Istanbul, not Constantinople. Um, yeah. <laughs> Made famous by uh, they might be giants. Um, oh, that's right! I forgot the name of that band. You know yeah. Istanbul. What that word means? <clears throat> what does it, it means, mean? Uh, Is- Islam has conquered. I think is what it means. Really? Um, that's why they changed the name because when uh, the when the Muslims took over, started the Ottoman Empire. Because Ottoman is basically just a Turkish variation of Uthman, and mm-hmm. Uthman is named after the third caliph. And Islam, Sunni Islam, third, the Shiites believe that Ali was the first, meant to be the first caliph. <clears throat> and um, yeah, <clears throat> Istanbul and you know Turkish because Turkish language is mm-hmm. like twenty percent Arabic and eighty percent you know its own language. And so when they took over, they they changed the name of the city to Istanbul to say Islam was conquered. You know, basically put their mark. People do this shit all the time. It's not just Muslims; Christians do the same exact yeah. shit. You know, but it's just a way of like. Saying you know we're in charge. It, now, it's boy. it's funny you that know? it's funny that they changed it from Constantinople, which was named after Constantine, who, exactly. Uh, who 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 is a you know a Christian leader anyway? So it was like it was just a change of power. Yeah, exactly. yeah. But so, but I mean, my thing is is the name of this town was already basically saying Christianity was better. Exactly. <laughs> it's just one. What it's like power changed hands is all it was. Now <clears throat> I know it's a weird 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 tangent I'm going on, but like. You know, er- Erdogan, who's the dictator of Turkey, um, he calls himself president, but he's pretty much a dictator. And uh, <clears throat> he's um, so like in the um, the Hagia, so- Hagia Sophia, how do you say it? Hagia Sophia? Hagia Sophia? I'm not sure. <laughs> <clears throat> there's, a, there's a temple called the Hagia or the Hagia Sophia in Turkey. And, <clears throat> excuse me, even, even during the reign of the Ottoman Empire for most of its reign, which is like lasted like about like 600 years or something like that or maybe a little bit longer and, and um they um even during that time when it was like clearly like you know islam dominates that area that that temple was uh like a neutral zone like like they it, it wasn't like a mosque it was every, everyone could worship in that same place so jews could go in there christians muslims um <clears throat> even some of the people who maybe had like a sort of like pagan pre-islamic turkish religion or whatever they could all worship in that place and it was meant to be kind of like a universal like neutral zone or whatever but erdogan last year you know because he's trying to he's trying to consolidate 
power to himself to become a dictator in that country, and he, he's using Islam as like his like conservative Islam as sort of like his power base or whatever. Because Turkey used to be actually, I know it's got nothing to do with the Balkan the Winter Soldier. <laughs> Bear with me. So Turkey used to be like a secular, <clears throat> like a secular nationalist state, and so so much so that they actually changed the Arabic alphabet into Latin. Uh, they made the the Muslim men um, wear like Western style suits. They they made the women like take off the hijab. Like they they literally like forced like European like modern type of European dress and language and culture on <clears throat> onto the people, even though most of them were religious Muslims. And they they tried to like basically like in in indoctrinate them out of that kind of belief system and culture for like 30, 40 years straight. And then all of a sudden, back in the 80s or late 70s, Islam, conservative Islam started to become ascendant again. And uh, so then that, like, and then, because a lot of those guys were businessmen, really successful businessmen. And you know how that always goes. The people have got the money, they pay off the government, you know, the, the whole symbiotic relationship. Yes, it's got nothing to do with Falcon. And, and then so he, long story short, because uh, that's his power base, that's where his money comes from as well. So he's using that base to consolidate power to himself. And then he officially turned the Hagia Sophia into a mosque last year. Basically, it's his way of saying, like, fuck you, like, everyone else. Like, I'm becoming your dictator. This is a mosque now. I don't give a shit for the past thousand years that this place was like a neutral zone. Now it's a mosque. Either get over it or complain about it and I'll arrest your ass. And that's my review of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. The whole world is watching. Um, so, um... <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you get history lessons here, you know? So, yes. uh, <laughs> so uh, back to the show. Um, the <laughs> so, so Zemo basically, th through this little kid, um, helped uh, find out where the funeral was going to be. Um after uh, both uh, Sam and Bucky tried as well and failed because nobody was talking to them, you know. Mm -hmm. So, um, so basically, he he got them to tell mm -hmm. by giving little kids candy. <laughs> yeah, it sounds bad, <clears throat> but also too, he told them that that um, Sam and Bucky were bad people and don't trust them. Yeah. <clears throat> so he's got his own little agenda, like usual. Yeah, I'm sure he does. <laughs> Um, so, uh, so basically they, they get to the funeral, um, after, this is after Walker and Hoskins kind of joined them, huh. <laughs> um, and, uh, hmm. Sam wants to speak to Carly, um, and basically Walker wants to go in guns a blazing and just basically take her. You know, yeah. Um, they they give uh, they give Sam a little bit of time to talk to her, and she's basically realizing this whole thing. I mean, it's like there was earlier at one point forgot to that uh, she had gotten the uh, rest of the super the super soldier serum from underneath the grave of uh one of her comrades who uh it was it was underneath the grave of his his grandfather who had fought in World War 2 
and uh, he he talks about how he was a he was a fan of um, Captain America for years, you know. So that that'll come into play later. Yeah. Um. So uh, this they so so she has in like a in like a little uh, I don't know. It's like a like a fanny pack. Um, <laughs> this uh, this uh, this whole uh, like a few uh, doses of this uh, super soldier serum. Yeah. Um. So anyway, she's at the funeral for uh, for uh, for her adopted mother, um, Mama Danya. Um. Anyways, the uh. <clears throat> she uh what uh she, so she gives this like really impassioned uh like eulogy at the thing and speech about what they're fighting for basically and uh Sam's up in a balcony at the at the at, at the location there and uh she sees Sam while she's giving her speech She, um, basically Sam goes in to meet with her. Like I said, Walker wanted to go in guns a blazing and basically take her, you know, take her either into custody or kill her, you know? Yeah. Um, because he's, he's all about, you know, fighting and not, you know, negotiating basically. Yeah. Uh, so, Wilson speaks with Morgenthau alone after the funeral and uh, attempts to persuade her to end the violence that she's been perpetrating. Um, and while this happens, Walker's too impatient and he decides that he needs to intervene and get in there, you know? Yeah. So, so what happens here, Matt? Uh, <clears throat> well, you know, Carly predictably think Sam, you know, set her up so that, she, you know, it would give him back up enough time to arrest her or whatever. So and pretty much ruins any kind of goodwill that he had already made with her <clears throat> because, you know, he was already kind of getting her to sort of see his point of view a little bit by kind of tricking her into like sounding like a villain without realizing that that's what she's talking about because then she caught herself and it was like, no, that's not what I meant. You know, <clears throat> you're tricking me to sound like, you know, one of those people. Cause, cause earlier, so Zemo, you know, was going on, still going on his whole idea that the very concept of a super soldier, you know, leads to problems. So like, no matter the intentions of the person, like what side they're on, the, the, the very concept itself inherently will lead to like more trouble. Like even if you're doing good, it, it's like it's best to just not even have that kind of person around no matter what just like if you want to do good just do it without it because with it it's going to come with a whole host of all other problems and he referred to them as supremacists and he, he lumped in the avengers with them because he has not really forgiven them for what they did or what, what they caused i guess by accident because <clears throat> you know Tony accidentally created Ultron. It wasn't on purpose, but he, he did. Um, 
<clears throat> that's what led to his family being killed in Sokovia. And I mean, so, he, he, he isn't wrong. I mean, basically, no, it's because, I mean, <clears throat> we as the viewers, we are on the side of the, the side of the Avengers. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's just they sometimes do things that are not right because nobody's perfect. And um, right. You know, it, it, it's kind of like uh, on in um, the the basic basic concept. I mean, that falls into this and almost any superhero thing is like what uh, Harvey Dent said in and The Dark Knight, where it's like you know you you uh, you either die a hero or you live long enough to become the villain. Yeah, exactly. Because <clears throat> once you build a power base, you know, now politics get involved and you have to govern somehow. And, um, you know, there's always going to be people that don't agree with your form of government. And then so then you have a choice to make. Either you go through with all your plans without any resistance and you just quell any resistance you have because you know best and they're just going to have to deal with it somehow. <clears throat> or you listen to the people's concerns. And, but then you risk not getting your plans done in a timely manner or done at all, or you have to compromise a little bit so you don't really get to actually do what you really wanted to do. And then, depending on your personality, <clears throat> if you have an all-or-nothing type personality, getting half of what you want doesn't amount to shit because it's not really what you have in mind. So it's not going to work at all if you can't get... Like the people have that kind of person, I kind of have that personality a little bit. So it's like kind of like basically the idea for people like me, I guess, like because I'm kind of like that myself. It would be like saying like building half of a car. It, it sounds nice, but you need the whole car in order for it to drive. Like you can't, you know what I mean? You can't just say, oh, I'll, I'll put two wheels on or I'll do the back half or the front half. The whole car needs to be assembled in order for it to, to run effectively. Yeah. So, so. Zemo is basically that's what he believes is you know, but then even he starts talking like that, saying that you know, super soldiers should not be allowed to exist. So then Sam's like, or Bucky's like, well, that sign you sound like you're talking like a god now that you're saying that they can't exist or they must not allowed to exist. Um, you know, so there's a lot of this idea of supremacism, but also to using supremacism in order to end other forms of supremacism like Zemo and then we find out later on Carly when Sam is kind of because Sam is kind of <clears throat> sort of trying to deprogram her a little bit on, on, on his way almost like how IO deprogrammed um, <clears throat> um, Bucky a little bit differently yeah so like he's saying like well you know um <clears throat> I, I was just talking to a man who knows more about super soldiers than anyone on the planet, and he said that you're a supremacist. And she's like, no, that's ridiculous. I'm trying to end supremacy, and, you know, they're, they're the ones that are supremacists. And he's like, okay, well, do you have more you know, serum? And she's like, yeah, so. And he's like, okay, you're, you're going to build an army, right? And she's like, yeah. And it's like, well... You know, you're killing innocent people, and she's like, "They're not innocent. They're, they're they're just roadblocks on my way to get what I need to get done." And it's like, it just sounds like yeah, a terrorist would say, you know, it, it's, it's basically what what she's doing is she doesn't understand that she's fighting fire with fire, right? Because I mean, the, the basic idea you can't, it's it you can't win 
I mean, it's like you can't create peace through war. You know, I mean, you can, but it's like it's still war. You know. Well, sometimes you can, but I mean, in the 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 end, high price. Yeah, I was gonna say the ends might justify the means, but basically, you're you're doing something bad to try to create something good, but you're still doing something bad. It's 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 a philosophical thing that you just gotta you know you gotta it's like you can't you know like I said you can't fight fire with fire and then claim that you're not an arsonist. Right, you can't you can't do the exact same. So, like for example, like you know, in my opinion, fighting the Nazis was a a noble act, and the Nazis the Nazis had to been had to be destroyed. But so, for example, the Nazis practice stuff like. Eugen- well, they got the idea from eugenics from America, but oh, okay. Aside from that, um, <clears throat> they were practicing all kinds of like weird scientific spear. Okay, that happened again in America. Okay, anyway, so but like okay, so for example, like Nazis would like rape like women and stuff, you know, like you know, as like war crimes and shit like that, right? So and I, another idea they what, got from America, <laughs> right? Well, I'm saying well, no, Amer- that's America, been, not not from America. Yeah. That's been around since. Uh, <laughs> that's been around since the beginning. So meant, meant to humiliate your enemies, yeah, and and to literally seed your enemies with your seed. It's very very barbaric type of mentality. But yeah. like, <clears throat> and that's what it, that's what it's about. It's meant to humiliate the men and also destroy the women's psyche. But anyway, so like, <clears throat> because the Nazis are doing that, right? So. If the Americans came in and started raping German women, that would be bad. Just because the Nazis are bad doesn't mean you can go around doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so that would be something like that. Or I mean, like, I mean, let's it, say it, the it's, Nazis were... It's, it's the whole idea that... Um, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but it's like basically like where no, we've got like, this whole idea where police are above the law or something where you know, you've got somebody... It's like, sure, George Floyd tried to steal something. But he didn't deserve to die for that, right? It's death is not the penalty for twenty dollars. He 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 deserved a fair trial and to be sentenced to jail or whatever for the for the crime. You know what I mean? He didn't deserve to have his neck pressured by somebody's knee for nine fucking minutes. You know, I mean, exactly. It's so so basically that that's where where it is. It's like. And, and even if he were a murderer, it's still not within the right of someone to kill that murderer, you know? Well, yeah, exactly. And that's the thing, too, I get pissed off about about that. And, I, and, and this show goes into that as well, where I see so many people comment on Facebook where they're like, well, that's what I would have done, and we're all human. It's like, yeah, but see, the thing is, soldiers and law enforcement, they're trained to handle certain situations in a very specific manner. That's the reason why that's their job. So you can't use the argument of me as a civilian would do this thing, a thing that I don't get paid to do and I don't get trained to do. So therefore a person who is paid to do this thing and who is trained to do this thing, it's okay if they do it. I'm like, your argument literally makes no sense at all. Like, like they're literally trained to handle that situation in a certain manner. So they're not supposed to let their emotions get to them. And yes, if they do, then they should then be held accountable for that. It's basic logic. It's not that hard to comprehend. No. Um, but a lot of people seem to be very hard to comprehend it. So, 
Uh, do you want to take a quick break here, Matt? And then we'll come, sure. But yeah, we'll we'll come back and we'll uh, we'll talk about the rest of this episode and also how it applies to our current society. Yeah, we'll be right back. What is Gen X? What is the silent generation? What do generations have in common? Hi, I'm Trish the Dish from the Gen X Voice Podcast, and I invite you to listen to conversations I have with folks from different generations, backgrounds, beliefs, and experiences in an attempt to see what connects rather than divides us. Even though Gen X has been called slackers, Karens, or not mentioned at all in some cases, we are the bridge generation, so I feel compelled to do my part to destroy ageism by bringing all these voices together. And, as a bonus, each guest gets to answer some 80s questions at the end of each show. So download and listen to Gen X Voice today on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And let's see how much we have in common after all. Hi, this is Catherine, host of a new fashion podcast, The Real Fashion School Dropout. Join me as I interview guests every week in the fashion and beauty space and we gossip on all things fashion and beauty and even get into some personal stories of their journey in the industry. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Hope to see you there. back okay so next uh so so like i said walker and uh walker kind of goes in you know all all guns a blazing yeah and uh like we said morgenthau is convinced uh Convinced that basically, um, Sam set her up, which he didn't. At this time, uh, Zemo escapes, too. He was handcuffed to, uh, to, like, a a boiler or something in the building. And, uh, he escapes. And, uh, what, what happens next here, Matt? Uh, yeah, he uncuffs himself somehow, and, um... (laughs) They're, um, uh, Bucky is trying to go after Carly because he's got, you know, the super strength as well. And they're, like, scaling stairs and rooftops or whatever. And, uh, <clears throat> um, Zemo ends up, um, shooting, um, uh, <clears throat> shooting, um, Carly. Yeah. And, which, again, is kind of weird because, like, I always assumed that, like, having super strength, like, you'd be able to withstand bullets i thought steve could but maybe he had more of it or something maybe they only got they got like a smaller dose because they're they're like divvying it out between more people or i don't know i mean i'm not sure it might just give you strength it might not give you super healing because right but i'm pretty sure captain was probably stabbed at least a few times in his life you think that at some point he would have got shot or (laughs) anyway i I don't know maybe you heal maybe maybe you don't 
heal fast, but you can't die from it or something. I don't know. You know what I mean? It's Maybe. Hard to say. Yeah, 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 exactly. <clears throat> so anyway, she gets shot like in the, the stomach or something or like the maybe her side and she's hiding behind like the boiler or whatever and uh, she drops all of the, the vials of the serum and Zemo just starts stepping on all of them, you know, because again, Zemo doesn't really want superpower for himself. He just wants that stuff gone. So he starts <clears throat> stepping on all of the vials and <clears throat> he breaks them. It seems like he breaks them all and then all of a sudden... John, John Walker throws a shield at his head and knocks him out. And then, as he's looking around, he sees that there's still one vial left intact. And he like does like this weird like head tilt thing, which really creeps me out because he almost looks like an android when he does it. Like really inquisitive. Like it's, this is how humans look, right? Like it, it's it's it reminds <clears throat> me of have Have you seen the Halloween movies before? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it reminds me of Michael Myers when he does, because he does that thing like when he, like after he kills somebody, he kind of admires them and mm-hmm. does this head tilt. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Kind of reminds yeah. me of that. Yeah, and so he, he ends up taking the vial and puts it in his pocket, and then um, and then that's when um, like everyone else shows up. I think, I think Battlestar was there. I think everyone else was like, oh, did I miss anything or whatever? And then, um, it kind of goes to Carly's talking to her comrade about, you know, what's going on. Um, uh, she ends up calling Sam's sister and basically threatens to kill her and her, and her children if if um, she can't have a meeting with Sam alone this time because she thinks that Sam was working with the new Captain America and <clears throat> Sarah. His sister said, "No, I can tell you one thing: he is not working for that man at all." But she doesn't really believe him. Don't believe her fully. And uh, <clears throat> and then so that's going on outside. And then back at the loft that Zemo owns, I think. And um, he's uh, they're talking again, and they're arguing with each other. Uh, John basically threatens to fight Sam for no reason whatsoever. Like yeah. they're just getting into like a regular argument. Like they weren't even yelling at each other. He's like, he's like, I'll just, put down the shield, let's do it man-on-man, man, you know, sort of. You so know. it's like, again, like, this guy is a, is a freaking short fuse. He's not, he should not be a soldier. No. And again, it goes back to that whole idea of, like, oh, well, that's what I would do. It's like, yeah, but you're not a soldier. You're trained to be a certain way. And if you can't do that, you shouldn't be doing that as a job or any, uh, it's like <clears> any, <throat> any other, any other career where if you like if I worked at like a grocery store as like a bagger or a cashier and I'm being trained for how many weeks, how many months, whatever, and two years go by and I still can't do that job correctly, I would be fired. But somehow when it comes to the army, the military and the police, we're expected to give them more leeway than we would to like a cashier who can't do their job. I'm like Shouldn't we be giving more leeway to the cashier because they're not threatening anyone's lives by messing up? It's like if a cashier gives out the wrong change, nobody's going to die. Exactly. But they'll get fired quicker yeah. or they'll get reprimanded quicker than a soldier or a police officer. And again, I'm not bashing all soldiers and police mm-hmm. officers. I'm just saying that like, <clears throat> not everyone is suited for that, literally and figuratively. So it's like, if you're not one of those people, cut your losses and just find something else to do. It's fine. I mean, it I mean, it's like mean, it's like you know. any time you're you're in a job that you have people's lives literally in your hands. 
whether it's a doctor or an EMT or a cop or a, you know, or a mental health professional, something like that, you should be held to higher standards. And it seems yeah. like medical people are held to higher standards usually. I mean, sometimes they get away with shit too, but they're not, but, but like, you're going to lose your license if you, if you do something wrong mm-hmm. and kill somebody on the table sometimes, you know what I mean? <laughs> but mm-hmm. if you're a cop yeah. or a, or in the military, a lot of times you don't lose your job if you kill somebody. It's, it's just bizarre. It really is. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, they're, they're getting into this, you know, well, John Walker's picking is trying to pick this fight. And, um, and then, oh, by the way, that reminds me too of earlier. So like Sam said, you know, I, I used to, um, <clears throat> work with soldiers, like with trauma, like PTSD and to try to like get them to like integrate back into like regular life, you know, civilian yeah. life and how to like, how to handle handle their triggers, like when something like a loud noise or a bad memory, you know, so they don't spiral out of control and become violent or hurt themselves or other people. And John Walker's like, yeah, I know, and I and I I, I know those type of soldiers, which is why I know that we can't reason with Carly. So he's like likening her to a soldier that he used to work with. So it's kind of like. Are you then like almost commending her by saying that because you're comparing her to whatever? But really, he's talking about himself because the guy's yeah. got such a short fuse. I mean, like, and um, <clears throat> what else happened? I'm trying to remember the, the order of things. Um, um so basically, th- then they uh, he contacts uh, Sharon at some point, and she uh, she has like a satellite. In, in view so she can kind of see where people are. So, uh, that just comes into play later. But, uh, he, uh, Sam, uh, oh, before that, though, we do have, uh, the, uh, the, the Dora Milaje come in to, uh, take, to take Zemo. And, uh, yeah, they come in. Yeah, and while they're uh, they're trying to, they it, it's right before uh, it, it, or it's right after uh, John tries to fight Sam, <laughs> and uh, so they they come in there and uh, they start fighting <clears throat> to get Zemo basically, and they they're they get in this big fight with uh, with Battlestar. Falcon, Winter Soldier, and Captain America. The nuke, yeah. Well, yeah. too, but so again, that whole scene too. So like, <clears throat> John Walker then shows his his disrespect to the Royal Guard, essentially. Yeah. Talking about let's put down the pointy sticks. It's like, come on. So again, it's like you know when you're there's a reason why they used to be a thing, and I don't even know if they even do this anymore. The military used to have a thing where it would be like called like winning the hearts of minds of the people. So like they would have people where their whole job was to basically like learn about the culture, learn their language, talk to the people, you know, and kind of, you know, earn their trust and and to actually earn their trust, not not just to trick them, but to like actually like forge relationships with these people. You got John Walker here talking about pointy sticks 
And then he tried to put his hand on the shoulder. I'm like, dude, this is the royal guard. You don't, for a, for a kingdom, you don't put your hand on the shoulder. Yeah. I mean, come on. Like, you, you got to know this stuff. Like, you know, <laughs> I mean, you got to show proper respect. I mean, come on. Um, plus two, she's a woman, so that's got another aspect to it. Like, should you really just be putting your hand on some woman's shoulder that you just met? Like, come He's on. He's trying to tell um, them that they don't have jurisdiction there either. Right. And, like, he does. And, and, and it's like, uh, you know. Basically, they're just basically saying we have jurisdiction everywhere. You know, it's anywhere. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, so yeah, that fight was pretty awesome, by the way, too. Yeah, um, it was. It was pretty well done. Um, they they fight, and while they're fighting, Zemo um, performs an El Chapo and escapes. <laughs> yeah. Um, he has like a tunnel underneath the. Uh, Underneath, like, his bathtub in his bathroom. <laughs> and so he's escaped. Um, so they don't get him. Um, at one point, too, the... Um, Io, um... Basically, um... Um, disassembles, uh, <laughs> Bucky's arm. Yeah. Which was pretty sweet. Um... <clears throat> and like yeah. he's looking at it like he didn't know his arm could do that. <laughs> it was just like some weird like hand motions she did, and it yeah. just went and fell down. And <laughs> yeah, it's like something that only Wakandans know, or only her and some other people. Well, and, it's like a combination, like a karate move, where you do certain things yeah. and like you know, and then you kill somebody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the uh, so so after this this happens, they. Uh, <laughs> The the Dora Milaje they leave right then. Yeah, they basically um, the the one she ends up kicking up the shield to grab a hold of like um, that's what Captain America did I think he would step on the shield to like yeah have it, have it flip up <clears throat> but um, Io tells tells her to leave leave it to him so he he keeps it yeah they they end up leaving then yeah I mean and, and the thing is technically. That shield belongs to Wakanda. Yeah, because it came from Vibranium. Yeah. So, so yeah. And that wasn't the first one either. That uh, was a different. They made like several of these. So. Yeah. Um, so technically, they have a right to it. Um, they. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's their resources, which again kind of goes back to the whole colonizer colonized mindset of, you know, this is your minerals. We're going to take it for our own purposes. Well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And, and, and it's also yeah. symbolic in my in my mind too of the whole fact that you know basically this whole thing is like I mean without Wakanda there is no Avengers there is no all mm-hmm. of this and it's like the, it's kind of the cradle of civilization sort of thing in Africa. It is. I yeah. mean, literally, so, yeah. of, of all the superheroes, comes from originally comes from there. Um, yeah. And they they split off into different groups. You know, you had the people up in the mountains. They were you know they had different yeah. philosophy, but. Um, yeah, so like Tony Stark probably wouldn't have become Iron Man. Yeah, I mean, uh, Captain America all of it, definitely would have become know. Captain America. <laughs> yeah, so so then next we have um, Sam goes to meet with uh, he plans to go meet with Carly, and uh, and uh, Bucky insists that he goes with him. Yeah. And uh, 
So what happens then? Um, I don't know. I don't remember if this happens after or before that, but um, Lamar and John are at a food court at a mall at some point, and they're talking about whether they would take the serum if they had if they were offered it. I'm not sure if that happens during this time. Yeah, I mean, uh, and uh, and and basically, uh, Lamar says he would, and this yeah. echoes this echoes the scene earlier with. Uh, where uh, Sam is asked the same thing. Right. Yeah, Zemo asked Sam, and he's like, no. Yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, Lamar says, yeah, you know, he's like, hell yeah, I'll take it. And then and he's like, well, what about, you know, you or whatever? And he's like, well, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't, you, worry, wouldn't you be worried if it changed you? And, he's, and he says, well, you know, is that the whole thing that power just makes you more of who you already are, you know, type of thing. So, which is literally what the doctors tell Steve in the first Captain America yeah. movie. So it kind of goes back to that whole thing. And <clears throat> So, yeah, so we, so yeah, basically, I mean, it's just implying that, you know, because like Red Skull became bad when he yeah. took it and uh, Steve became good. He just became amplified, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, the the true like American hero that he is, you know. The yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, when uh, Morgenthau and Wilson they they, they get together, mm-hmm. and uh, um, they. They they have this meeting and um, Walker and Hoskins show up as well later, and uh, they engage in a fight with um, other members of the Flag Smashers. Um, and then in the situation, there's like this big huge fight, and Morgenthau accidentally kills Hoskins, which then you know. Of course, enrages Walker, and there's a they're in this town square, hmm. and uh, the guy that we we saw earlier who said he was a fan of Captain America when he was a kid, his name is Nico, and he's one of uh, Carly's you know like right hand men, and. Uh, yeah. Walker chases him out of the building and stuff like that, and then in front of a bunch of horrified spectators in, like, this town square, <laughs> he takes his shield on top of Nico and smashes him, him to bits, basically. And then we, we end the episode with uh, this blood smeared on the bottom of the shield. This is Disney, by the way. Um. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> you know, the the music's got this really like dark music and intense music, and he's like, and what's scary about this scene, right? So, like, for one thing, he there's so much imagery here; it's ridiculous of how much they they threw in here. So, he's literally using a shield as a piercing weapon, a shield. Yeah, which is not so, meant to be; it's meant to be something to protect people. Not exactly. To, yeah. So he's using that as a weapon to murder. Or to kill, 
and it's got blood on the shield, so then that represents that this is this is not your grandpa's Captain America. And um and then, you know, everyone's the whole world's watching, so everyone's recording on their cell phones. And what scared me the most about this though is that he had like this look of defiance on his face. Like he was not even like embarrassed. Like it was almost like, What are you gonna do about it? type of thing. Which is yeah. really scary. Because in my my feeling is that episode five <clears throat> this is going to lead to a lot of political unrest in the United States. You're going to have ultra conservatives agreeing with what he did because they love violence yeah. uh, against, you know, minorities and other people that they mm-hmm. think is going to be unsavory and surly or whatever. So they're going to be cheering him on like, yes, he's more violent than the original Captain America. I love it. You know? And then um, other people are going to be like, no, like that's not what Captain America is supposed to be doing. He's not supposed to be killing people, especially in such a gruesome manner of stabbing them with a shield multiple times, you know. And um and like he was doing that help that weird head tilting thing again he was doing earlier when he he, he got the serum for the first time. And that, that that head tilt thing freaks me out. I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, what we it forgot is. to mention that he took the serum. <laughs> oh that's right, yeah. He ended up actually taking the serum during that fight, uh when they took Lamar, they they kidnapped Lamar and they tied him up or whatever. And then Lamar cut himself out. <clears throat> and then because, yeah, that's what happened. So, basically, Carly was about to kill um, John. He's going to stab him or whatever. And then that's when, well, I don't know if we'll kill him, but, but um, Lamar didn't know that. So, he went to jump in right at the last moment. And then she punched him really hard. And then he flew up against, like, a like a wall or some kind of thing that broke his neck, essentially. Yeah, happened. it was like a pillar and, uh, in the building. Yeah, a pillar. Yeah. <clears throat> Which, again, pillar, that's an interesting symbolism right there as well. Yeah. You know, pillars of justice, pillars of, you know, whatever, you know. <clears throat> and uh, so, yeah, interesting. <laughs> yeah, and like I said, The Whole World is Watching is like an interesting title for this episode because you've got all these people, you know, watching at the end there. Um, do you want to take a break here, Matt, and then we can come back and we can talk about our... <clears throat> Like some trivia and our speculation for what might happen in the next episodes. Yeah, let's let's do it. Okay, we'll be right back first. It's the ninja from the Ask the Angry Ninja Show saying, "Come listen to the show. We got the ninja wife to give you your movie reviews. We got the conscript to give you the ninja news, and we got the battle to talk about your sports. And as always, it is the Ask the Angry Ninja Show. So." Ask me a question, we'll give you the ninja knowledge you need for your ninja life. Search for us anywhere you get your podcast from. Just search for the Ask the Anger Ninja Show and enjoy the show. And we are back. Okay, so here's some uh, trivia that I found here. Um, this is the first appearance of... Uh, of Wakanda since the passing of Chadwick Boseman. Um, so this is the first time Wakanda's appeared. The actual, you know, land of Wakanda. Um, Bucky as what as White Wolf is different from the comic persona. As in the comics, White Wolf is the loyal adopted brother of Wakanda's uh, King T'Challa and is the chieftain of the Hatut Zarazi, um, the country's secret police. Hmm. 
and uh, a brutal warrior. Um, the title of the episode is a line from Black Panther when Okoye warns T'Challa of exact same thing as he prepares to execute uh, um, Ulysses Claw in front of a large crowd of uh, bystanders who are all recording his actions on their smartphones. Um, in this episode, John Walker does murder a member of the Flag Smashers in front of a large crowd of bystanders who are all recording his actions on their smartphones. Um, the uh, first time um, Captain America's shield, which is made of vibranium, is claimed by a Wakandan. In this case, a member of the Dora Milaje. Uh, Wakanda is the location of the majority of the rare vibranium metal. However, Io's, at Io's behest, the shield is immediately returned to John Walker. So yeah, like we mentioned earlier. So that's a little bit of trivia that we have there. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, so what do you speculate? Um, so online, there's a rumor that there's going to be a, which we had when we watched, uh, WandaVision as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a rumor that there's going to be a big cameo in the next episode. Ah, uh, okay. Well, I'll believe it when I see it, or if I see okay. it. If, uh. if, if there is going to be one, <clears throat> who would you like it to be, Matt? You know, it would be cool if, I mean, I don't know if when they filmed this, but if, if it was before Chadwick Boseman and before he died, if, if he would show up, that would be pretty cool. I don't know if when they started filming this or not. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I would think, think. I think it was after his death. Okay. Well, aside from that, besides him, I would I would like um, a cameo. Do you mean like an actor or like a character? <clears throat> well, it, it's a character. Yeah. Oh, character. Okay. I mean, um, it, could, it, could be, it could be somebody we've already met. Or another Marvel character. Marvel yeah. character. Let's yeah. see here. Well, we're in we're in Europe. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I think it would be kind of cool if um, if we found out that you know Steve is still alive and you know he's going to have to come out of retirement to sort of like sort this stuff out a little bit, at least from like yeah. the perspective of speaking. Cause I, don't, I don't think he'll have the strength anymore to. I mean, he'll still have some strength, kind of like how Isaiah has it, but not enough to actually fight, you know what I mean, really well. But Yeah. So, like, you know, to basically like, play like, diplomat. Like old Steve or something? Well, yeah, what I mean is, like, because this takes place six months after yeah. that. So I'm assuming he probably would still be alive. Who knows? But because um, Bucky is, you know, he's around the same age as... Uh, which do they explain that why Bucky never ages, but Steve did? Is there a reason for that, or? Well, Steve went back in time and lived all those years. Okay. Um, I can't remember exactly why Bucky doesn't, but it's like something within the serum or something. And well, yeah, because I mean, yeah, Steve went back in time, but still, Bucky was alive that whole time too. So, um, yeah, may, or maybe they call him the Winter Soldier because they like, freeze him for a while. Every yeah, time. I, th- I think they do put okay. him in like in cryostasis or something. So yeah. he'll probably age normally then now or something like yeah. that. Okay, all right. <clears throat> um. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I have a. I mean, my guess of who it might be, it might be somebody that's in, in uh, the Black Widow movie that's coming out. Red Guardian. That would be awesome. Either, um, either him or it could be. Uh, um, Florence Pugh's character, who is supposedly going to be the new Black Widow. 
maybe her, but all this would make more sense if the movie had already come out when it was supposed to. Um, <laughs> right, yeah, because they had a dad of, yeah. Yeah. So who knows? <laughs> I mean, it could be nobody, it could be somebody, I mean, it, it could be anybody, I mean, it could be it, it could be somebody from an yeah. upcoming uh, series, I mean, may, maybe it'll be Nick Fury. You know, who knows? Oh, yeah. well, it yeah. could be Santa Claus, because Santa Claus is a mutant in the Marvel universe, so yes, <clears throat> and we are in Europe, so you know, yes, so I think it's gonna be like random guy number three from <laughs> um, you know the Fantastic Four movie of you know that was never released, the Roger Corman, oh, yeah. <laughs> the 19, did we did we review that one yet or not? I don't remember. I know we watched it. Yeah, we, we reviewed it. We just haven't released the episode yet. We will sometime okay. soon. I totally forgot yeah, about it. I know. It was not a good movie. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, that'll be coming up soon, so stay tuned okay. for that, folks. Um, but anyways, um, overall, I really liked this episode, and I can't wait to see mm-hmm. where this is going. We got two more episodes, so a lot's got to happen in these two episodes. Um, yeah, because they kind of stretched this out a bit, so now they're kind of... They kind of um, they need, yeah, they need to really ramp up the speed here a little bit. Um, <clears throat> I mean, by the end, I think so, somehow somehow Sam's going to become, he's going to become uh, Captain America. But yeah, it'll, be interesting, Sam, yeah. it'll be interesting to see how that happens. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens, like, if there's some <laughs> kind of, uh, any, any kind of, uh, you know, I don't know, like, um, like, like any kind of uh, way for uh, Carly to overcome her fears, or if she's going to end up dead, you know? Or, yeah, either or, she'll end up dying a martyr, or yeah, like while fighting, or <clears throat> she'll get killed right, right as she realizes the wrongness of her ways. Yeah. That's a common trope. Or she'll basically allow herself to be imprisoned for her, you know, terrorist crimes or whatever type of thing. Yeah. One of those three is probably. Gonna, I think John Walker is probably going to become <clears throat> agent, or mm-hmm. or the one where he's wearing the black suit. Where he's just going to become like basically like a right wing terrorist. Essentially, well, I don't know because in this in this um <clears throat> he's not really political in this um in this uh whatever you call it, rendition or... Like, yeah, I mean, I don't think he's going to become, yeah. like, a, a white supremacist or anything. Yeah, I think it's more... He's more He's more of a, a by-all-means-necessary sort of guy, you know what I mean? So it's like... He's just an authoritarian. He doesn't yeah. really have any... Like, his best friend was black. His wife, I think, was maybe... Um, of, I don't know if she was white or not. I couldn't tell. But, like, well, she, she, you she, know. She, was, she was. She was at least uh, mixed. So, yeah. Right. So it's like... Yeah, he's he doesn't he doesn't really have the the mm. the symbols of being like a hardcore right wing uh whatever, you know, type person. So <clears throat> he's just um inherently he's he's an authoritarian, just part of his personality. He wants to control things, he wants to you know punch, ask questions later. Which you know, without Lamar now, he's going to be even worse because Lamar was always the one that kind of talked him down. So yeah, he was like the Jiminy Cricket <laughs> on his shoulder, but he's not going to be there anymore. You know, it's like right, 
Yeah, that really sucks because I I wanted I I like this character a lot. I don't, I wanted him see, to be around, but see, my thing is is I think some people are saying that they thought they saw Lamar moving. I did at first, but I watched it two more times and I didn't I didn't see anything. Yeah, I, my thing. Who knows? He still could be alive because you mm-hmm. know you cut away from it and you never know what happened afterwards. You know. Yeah, because when I first watched it, I thought I saw him twitch a little bit, but yeah. it looked more it looked more like it, it didn't look like nerves like when someone's dead. It looked like he was like trying to move. But then yeah. I watched it two more times and I didn't really see that the, the, yeah. the second, third so time. So who knows? So. I mean, it, it could be even harder on John if Lamar is still alive. And like paralyzed or something. Or like, or, or what I mean yeah. is the fact is that he, he killed Nico. Oh right! <clears throat> it kind then, of, kind of in revenge for Lamar's death, right? But then, but then you you got to come to the realization that whoa, I killed somebody, and then Lamar's not <clears throat> even dead. That'd be interesting. for no that'd reason. Be an inter- that'd be an interesting yeah. way to go. Um, and it would be too because Lamar then could then change size, which is what he does in the comics, right? He yeah. becomes he basically becomes Falcon, and then Falcon becomes Captain America. <clears throat> so we'll does, see. Uh, does he? I thought so. I thought I read somewhere that hmm. he essentially become well. He becomes not Fal- He becomes like like Falcon, who how Falcon was the Captain America. He becomes that. Oh, uh, okay, gotcha. You know what I mean? Like second in command or whatever gotcha. type of thing. Like <clears throat> so. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Then what again, happens. yeah. Then again, though, Steve did not really view Sam as being second in command to him. Yeah, so. and I mean, like, it, it, there's a lot of different things because, like, in the comic yeah. books. Bucky is his sidekick, and okay, yeah, it's it's different. So yeah, um, and there's so many different continuities, um, so it's hard to say where this is going, but uh, in its own continuity, actually. So that that's yeah. what will make it interesting. Um, so anyways, um, I really can't wait until next week. Um, please let us know what you thought of this episode on um on our Facebook group, or you can email me at Mike at Cullen or you can go to all two real com and, uh, you know, find everything there, you know, make sure you rate the show if you can. Yeah. Um, you know, give it, give us a, a five star rating. If you like us, tell us how much we suck. If you don't, you know, I don't care. <clears throat> um, yeah, I'm a five star man. Are you? Yeah. I'm a five star general. Cool. In the military. <clears throat> Uh, can I can I play us out? Yeah, um, yeah. Be, before be, before before uh, Matt plays us out, just make sure <laughs> you get vaccinated if you can. So we can get I got my first shot. I got my first shot too. I'm getting my second one next week. Cool. And um, so uh, you know, get vaccinated. Wear a mask, people. Wear a mask. Yes. You keep wearing a mask even when you do get vaccinated, just for yes. a little while. <clears throat> well, you, you have to anyways, you know, because well, yeah. um, you can still pass it along. Yeah, um, yeah. And, you know, wear a condom. Yeah. All the time. Uh, All the well, time. Yeah, well, okay. Um, wait. <clears throat> wait, what, wouldn't that mean that you have to have an erection at all times? To, to <laughs> yes. So take Viagra. <laughs> Uh, Wait. I mean, I guess technically you could still wear it, but it, yeah, it, you know. be loose. Uh, um, 
Maybe we need to rethink this, Matt. Maybe we need to, yeah. Uh, At least wear the mask, people. Okay, and here, here's yeah, Matt's new song. It's part. called it's called Wear a Condom. Here's Matt's new song. Yeah, it's called Wear a Condom, and um, and the the subtitle is um, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier both wear a condom. <laughs> no. Um, uh, oh, God. Why do we do this? Um, <clears throat> okay, so here we go, I guess. Um
Thank you. <laughs> kind of got lost there. <laughs> That's okay. Well, bye bye. Thanks for listening to All Too Real Two podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at cullenpark.com. Thank you.